0: Bulubinaka, this is Pacific Waves from RNZ Pacific. I'm Elisha Fern. Coming up.
1: Our position very strongly is I've been supportive of the Pacific People's Ministry. I haven't been supportive of the management of it. I think when you have a $40,000 farewell, I think that's insane.
0: As New Zealand's incoming Prime Minister Chris Luxon forms a new government, Pacific leaders are raising concerns about a drastic drop of Pacific MPs and a lack of representation. Also,
2: I can smell the curries, I can smell the Fiji-style barbecue. I know there's going to be lots of great entertainment.
0: Fiji culture flourishes in New Zealand with a celebration to mark the end of Fijian Language Week and later head coach of the Flying Fijians' emotional reaction after a loss to England in the Rugby World Cup quarterfinals. New Zealand's election over the weekend has resulted in a change of government, with a national-led coalition to take over from Labour. Pacific leaders fear they will have little to no voice as the new government takes shape. The former Labour government had 11 Pacific MPs, including Carmel Cepeloni, as Deputy Prime Minister. But National only has two possible Pacific MPs, which will only be finalised after the special votes are counted. Caleb Fotheringham was at a Pacific community event in Christchurch on election night and filed this report.
1: At a Pacific election watch party in Isle Christchurch, most attendees opted to socialise outside instead of watching the results. Many in the Pacific community are worried about what the drop in representation will mean for them.
3: I'm excited for change to come, but also nervous to what those changes are.
2: I was at one point going to vote national, but the thought of a National Act coalition, to me, smacks a bit of
1: racism. They want the national lead coalition to deliver at a grassroots level.
4: At a minimum, I'd hope that they would keep the ministries. I feel like I saw something that Act had said that they want to just... Get rid of at least the Ministry of Pacific People and some others.
2: I'd love to see New Zealand have more of a role in the infrastructure of islands like Niue so we don't
3: have to rely on the Chinese to do it. Education for our young Pacific people, that's the one big thing that I want to see.
1: Just last week, the now incoming Prime Minister Chris Luxon told RNZ Pacific he would not bow to act and get rid of the Ministry of Pacific Peoples. Our position very strongly is I've been supportive of the Pacific Peoples Ministry. I haven't been supportive of the management of it. I think when you have a $40,000 farewell, I think that's insane. Despite this, the deputy mayor of Waitaki, Hana Halalili, says she is disappointed about the results but is trying to be optimistic.
2: Labour has usually supported our Pacific people and our well-being, so I can envisage there would be some significant cuts to some of the resourcing and funding that we have been able to receive to support a lot of our social and health outreach.
1: Pacific community advocate Melissa Lama is also feeling disheartened.
3: If we look at some of the campaigning slogans and narratives that particularly the right side national and active had throughout this election, it doesn't necessarily strength-based hope in, in what's to come for my future and, and my children's future. So I'm, I'm definitely gutted. I feel a bit, a bit low mood today.
1: On current votes and with special votes still to be counted, Agnes Lohini, who is 25 on the list, has not made the cut. Another one of National's Pacific candidates, Cook Island's lawyer, Angie Nichols, is leading the Te Atatu electorate, but only by a very slim margin. Ms Lama wonders how the new coalition will make decisions for Pacific people.
3: To me, that's really scary to have one person represent a massive group of the New Zealand society who are visible in Aotearoa, which is us Pacific people. I just, I can't get over that.
1: At the moment, Dr Shane Retti is the Pacific People's spokesperson. We spoke with him while he was on the campaign trail, and this was his commitment to Pacific People's.
2: We know that attending to the cost of living, particularly attending uh, to inflation, is one of the most impactful things we can do.
1: Tongan community leader Pakila Manasi Lua, who's leading the charge on fighting for justice for ongoing dawn raids, says National and ACT have made themselves clear on overstayers.
2: They don't support any pathway to residency for people who are overstaying or who may have been stuck here during the lockdowns and had no you know, other option but to try
1: and find a way to settle. Pakilaos says while there is concern for overstayers, he's still holding out hope the new government will surprise him.
2: It was under a national government that the worst of the dawn raids occurred in the 70s. But they were also the first to put in an amnesty for overstayers in 1977. And that's how our family got their pathway to residency. It was actually ironically during the time of Sir Robert Muldoon.
1: The final number of Pacific MPs that make it into Parliament will be finalised after special votes are counted by the Electoral Commission by November 3rd. A national-led government has plenty to prove if they're to unite the country and win over the trust of Pacific peoples in the three years they're in power.
0: For more on this, Caleb Fotheringham spoke to Pacific political commentator Thomas Nguyen. Despite a drop in Pacific representation, Mr Nguyen was hopeful and says there could still be opportunities for Pacifica so long as the government is held to account.
2: Uh, I feel it's time for us to, especially in the Pacific, to not think about what we're losing because that day is done, that was yesterday, And really, we need to start looking at the opportunity that this new government affords us because shouting from the sidelines is not going to help us. And I do think that there is opportunity there for us. There are some things that David Seymour and National have said I think we need to hold them to account to, which in the end would be
1: beneficial to Pacific communities. That's interesting. What type of things would that be?
2: Well, for example, Acts narrative is less government and more out to the community. And he's he's given a couple of really good examples like charter schools, which is just one example. But if we see what the former Labour government did with COVID and vaccination, when they realised that vaccination uh, numbers for Pacific and Māori were going to adversely affect the whole population coming out of lockdown, they then pivoted out of holding the power in the purse string and gave it to the community. And we saw those numbers rise. I was working in the Labour leader's office when that was happening. So the opportunity that they present us is that we can hold them to account to give the community more of what they need to resource the community, to get the community to fix what the community needs to be fixed and to strengthen what we need to strengthen. I think that's something we can really hold them to.
1: And saying all that, do you have any concerns about this new government?
2: Yeah, I do have concerns. I think the track record for national has been one where they call them the squeezed middle, but but you know for, for for the most part, people below that squeezed middle are our communities, and generally they haven't fared well. And generally speaking, I think the narrative was definitely around attacking beneficiaries, the brown communities, and when you I hear comments like good, hard-working Kiwis, I don't know that that has our people in that frame, and that's the bit that concerns me. So we now have to raise that, I think, and highlight that because what's good for us is good for them also. If you want less Pacific and Māori people on the benefit and doing it, all those other things that they are saying we shouldn't be doing, then help us to do that by giving us the resources to get ourselves out of that situation because nobody knows that better than we do. And Chris Luxon has said that over and over and over again. Again, we sort of circle back, we need to hold to account to that. I am concerned, but you know, my concern is measured with the opportunity as well, because I can't be focused on what we are losing as opposed to what we could potentially gain out of this relationship and move forward. I was delighted somewhat, in Chris Luxon's speech uh, last night, I I think he's got a big task ahead of him. However, my takeaway from his speech was, you know, that we all need to get together and move forward. And I do think that that's what we need to do. <laughs>
0: community pride of Fijian culture has been showcased at the annual Fiji Day Festival in New Zealand over the weekend. Hundreds of Fijians who call Aotearoa home gathered to celebrate their country's 53rd Independence Day to end Fijian Language Week. Tiana Haxson attended the event in South Auckland. A
3: slice of home away from home. Hundreds of Fijians gathered at an event in Auckland on Saturday to celebrate their heritage for Fiji Day. Mangere Centre Park was filled with the tantalising scent of local delicacies, sounds of traditional singing, and the sights of a range of handmade arts and crafts, cultural performances and more. It's the eighth time Fiji Day has been officially marked in New Zealand, and event coordinator Greg Trail says it's only getting bigger and better
2: there's a lot of Fijians turning out and the sun's out today which is a blessing so we're looking forward to a great day and more people to come down and join us.
3: He says it is very important for youth to connect with their heritage and see it flourish. The Fijian
2: cultural ceremony going on in the background that's part of our Fijian language for our kids to know their culture. I believe we're the only Fiji day outside of Fiji that does it and we're bigger and uh, I think it's really awesome to see the display of culture that's going on at the moment and the New Zealand born kids to preserve and um, sustain our language.
3: Fiji Day also improves the mental health of the community living in Aotearoa. Koronuasi Tui Whangalele is the service clinical director for Folotofale, a Pacifica mental health service. He says these gatherings help reassure and boost morale amongst dispersed Fijians that may not have other opportunities to connect with their culture and community.
2: This is huge for, for, for the well-being, particularly for Fijians, I think this is, or for ital Fijians, this is a huge uh, event because, I guess, for some of us we, uh, we don't see each other as often as we would do back, back in the islands but I think for now just being able to look at uh, somebody that you haven't seen for 12 months that gives us um, hope that we're still alive and it, it helps with, uh, with our well-being.
3: There are close to 20,000 Fijians in Aotearoa with over half the population residing in Auckland. The Fijian government acknowledged the importance of connecting to these members sending as Assistant Minister for Foreign Affairs the Honourable Lenora Ngeringering Tamboa to attend the event.
2: What I really appreciate about New Zealand is its uh, inclusivity, celebrating the languages of the Pacifica communities that made, uh, have made Aotearoa their home. It's just wonderful to see so many of our diaspora come together. You know, I can smell the curries, I can smell the Fiji-style barbecue. I know there's going to be lots of great entertainment. But more importantly, just unifying our diaspora.
3: Fiji Day was filled with a sea of smiles and a deep sense of pride and belonging for the Fijian community within Aotearoa, New Zealand.
0: And if you'd like to see more coverage of the Fiji Day celebrations, head over to rnzi.com for a visual story. It was a hard-fought battle for the flying Fijians who put their heart and soul into the Rugby World Cup quarter-final against England. Head coach Simon Raiwalui told Sky Sport it was an emotional moment after his team's close match, losing to England 30-24. He says after 15 weeks of hard work, he could not be prouder of the team and was thankful to all Fijian supporters.
2: I couldn't be prouder of the boys. We've worked so hard from um, week one, 15 weeks now. we showed where we belong on the world stage. and uh, yeah, so The whole group, 33 players, 52 in total of the staff. Yeah, uh, yeah it's,
1: it's uh, a bit of an emotional moment.
0: Meanwhile, England skipper Owen Farrell says Fiji were a force to be reckoned with.
1: It was it was a controlled performance at times. There's plenty. There's plenty that we can still do better. There's plenty that we can still clean up. But you see the power of the Fijian team at times. Today uh, they went to man down and they still managed to go through as a one point, uh, Credit credit to them. Um, this is a this is a tough tough battle.
0: RNZ Pacific senior sports journalist Ilya Atora was at the nail-biting game in Marseille and spoke with Koroa Hawkins shortly after the match.
4: Yo, um... It was, uh, you know, a game that uh, I think all of, all Fijians who were here in France were uh, excited about getting into the in into the quarterfinal after 16 years. Uh, England started well. Uh, Fiji, you know, made some uh, basic errors in in the first half and they paid for it uh, because uh, uh, Farrell was on you know on point with uh, with his kicking, and you know the the last the last 10 minutes there uh Fiji Fiji was still in it they they could have uh, clinched the game in the end but um yeah uh, they were just not able to put uh, uh, those passes together uh, and uh, you know of course um, uh, England defending defending really tight and really well uh, right up to the end of uh, end of the game
3: let's talk about the kicking like how how much of a letdown was that for PG
4: yeah i think you know coming into the uh, coming into the rugby world cup uh, there was there were questions uh, you know being asked on why Ben Volavola was uh, was not, not included you know uh, Simon Ravaluy had his uh, reasons uh, he had uh, Taitiella uh, and um, Caleb Mans uh, you know who got injured they were uh, geared up to take uh, to take the team through the, the World Cup and then you know today um, uh, Owen Farrell showed why it is critical to have a, a good kicker. Uh, Fiji had chances to get some points on on the board uh, from the penalty spot, but uh, uh, missed those chances um, and and that that paid daily in the end uh, Farrell was uh, on spot with his kicking not just for for points but you know his place kicks uh, to gain territory his chips to get the uh, chips through to get the you know the the players running um, and and that was i think a, a critical part that Fiji was lacking in we've just um seen the end of the the last um quarter final match not too long ago all of the semis set up now
1: looking looking to those semis what are your thoughts on those matchups
4: well uh argentina was the surprise uh, you know they took wales to um to, to pieces um in in the in the first quarter final and came through uh the all blacks uh, showed uh, you know that they are in the running and to be reckoned with uh you know lining up that semifinal argentina and, and the all blacks that will be an interesting one of course you know both teams know each other very well having played in the championship uh, you know over the over the years and the uh, uh, the springboks you know coming back to to win that game by one point over over france uh, what a thrilling game that was um and uh, lining up that that semifinal with england uh, should be two very good competitive uh, semi-finals coming up, just like what we saw uh, in, in, in the four quarterfinals. And your call, what, what's your call for the result? Uh, I'm, I'm going All Blacks and uh, Springboks appearing in the final. Naka thank you so much for all your coverage across the specific World Cup campaigns. Safe travels home. Naka modemanda from Marseille.
0: That wraps up Pacific Waves for today. I'm Alicia Foon, who'll be with you this week in Fasana. To listen back, head over to rnz.com slash programs. We're also on Apple, Spotify and iHeartRadio podcasts. From myself and the RNZ Pacific team, Tofa soifua.